This is a very serious podcast. Want to get in the way of what you do here?、Oh, we want to talk to you. It's the whole the whole point of this. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. Fire. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Splank Mix. And I want to ask you a question. Do you have any idea what it's like to be English? Stay tuned, and you will find out. Welcome to Splanknicks, the Society for the Preservation of Literature, the Arts, Numinosity, Culture, Humor, <laughs> Nerdiness, Inspiration, Creativity, and Storytelling. Technically,、right. the only person here who isn't English is Nanny. But... Sh- shouldn't you have said? To be English, to be being an American in an English home. No. Oh, I meant to say it exactly the way I said it. Hey, we have a special guest on us, Blanix, today. That、uh, introduction you just heard, the Society for the Preservation of Literature, the Arts, Numinosity, Culture, Humor, <laughs> Nerdiness, <laughs> Inspiration, Creativity, and Storytelling. Right here, <laughs> this lady right here is the one who did it. This is my mom. This is Annie Walker. And she's extracting the Michael. Extracting the Michael. Now that means taking the Mickey. Taking the Mickey. That means I'm making fun of her, isn't it? Oh, yeah, right, right, right. So we're going to talk about now. People, <laughs> do you have any idea what it's like to be English? Now that line is from、um, a fish called Wanda、um, about、uh, John Cleese playing the、uh, English barrister. And、uh, Jamie Lee Curtis plays the American woman who comes、uh, storm stampeding into his life, and、uh, he has to explain to her how hard it is to be an English person.、Um, so we're going to talk about that because、um, Nanny now here, my mom, grew up.、Uh, well, first of all, Nanny is one hundred percent Irish, but grew up、uh, near London, so that's why she speaks with an English accent, not an Irish accent. It's very. Can you do your Irish accent for us, our Nanny? Well,、um, I, when people actually say to me, "Say something," which they used to say a lot to me when I first came here, so I always used to do this.、Um, we learned it in school, and it was the calf walked a mile and a half down the path to take a bath. <laughs> and people say, "Is that it?" And I say, "Well, yes, that's about it." Basically, and- that's the British accent right there. Right. Yep. <laughs> But I have to tell you that、um, being in, being brought up with English humour in America,、um, it doesn't always translate. It's true. <laughs> And、um, I found it very difficult when I first came here to find in American humour remotely funny. <laughs> And、um, I couldn't understand why everybody around me was falling on the floor laughing. And I don't know why. Well, I grew up here in America, and I still don't find、uh, American humor terribly funny. I've been known to sit through entire episodes of American sitcoms and not crack a smile, let alone laugh.、Um, I I find、uh, British humor extremely funny.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> funny enough, this one. Fun, funny enough, last night I couldn't sleep, and I thought, well, I'll try and pass the time. So I went and found. Um, YouTube of Dudley Moore and Peter Cook, and that has to be now. We're talking late fifties, early sixties, and I remember laughing like a drain 
back then. And then last night at four o'clock in the morning, I'm laughing like a drain again. I mean, it doesn't go away, that kind of, that kind of humor or that, that sense of humor. Hannah, explain what laughing like a drain means. I actually don't know. Hannah. Oh, you don't know. Well, um, <laughs> no, I, I want Hannah to try and explain it. You want me to try? Okay. You want me to try to explain what that means and then you can, oh. and then you can there tell you me what it actually means. Closer to me. Okay. Laughing yeah. like a drain. Um, I assume maybe that it has something to do with the drain pipe on a building. Maybe no, when it's, it's not raining, that, it's really. It's not that clever. Okay, so a sink drain then. <laughs> I suppose it might come from old drains <laughs> in London, and I, and they make a snorting noises as the water used to go down. Oh, okay. Yes, I mean, oh. yes. I think that's where it was from. I don't think it's got anything to do with drains. That would make really. sense. I was going to say, it's not a, a, an expression that makes a lot of actual sense. Kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, oh, I laughed my head off about that. Well, no, you yep. didn't. Um, <laughs> you laughed a lot. You laughed heavily and heartily, but you, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, laughing like a drain. See, I've heard you say that, but I didn't know where that came from. Right. And we also mm -hmm. have, um, it was a complete, it was an absolute stitch. Mm-hmm. You say that. Do you say do. that? Yeah. So it was a stitch. Like I'm now, in stitches. Do you know what a stitch is? No. Why? Wait, why wait, you say it was wait. A stitch? Let me try and guess again. What did you say? It was a stitch. It was a stitch. It was an absolute bloody stitch. This um, program on television last night. Now, well, I don't like know. You laugh so hard that you get a you stitch. like pull something in your in your in your abs right. here. You get a yeah. stitch in your side from laughing. Right. That's definitely happened exactly to me where that's where exactly where it's from yeah mm -hmm. so yeah so british humor um i i grew up with uh with this one here mm -hmm. this one sitting next to me with british humor <laughs> i remember we we used to watch on our public television station uh monty python mm -hmm. right yeah and it always used to have a thing on it it's a following program maybe maybe unsuitable for younger and more sensitive viewers and we would proceed to ignore all that <laughs> and watch it anyway and you know watch monty python and the whole and and uh, those oh, monty python monty python's flying circus right, is the name that's of it. what it was yeah and yep. we watched it and despite the fact that it was a uh, it was quite naughty sometimes um but you know very funny mm -hmm. and it's the reason that um i have a very british sense of humor and not necessarily a, a um a sense of humor that's appreciative of American humor so much. Hmm. So how about you, Hannah? Now you grew up sort of secondhand, like third generation. Yeah, yeah. I um I think that the sort of the the dry wit is what I inherited, as well as the fact that something doesn't have to make sense for it to be funny. Like it can just be it can just be goofy. Well, do you remember the the record I've got, um, Hannah? Beyond yeah, the, the one. Yeah, the Beyond the Fringe, the one. That she wants actually wants me to leave in my will to Hannah. Yes, please. Said, I would like that. And it is an absolutely two hours of complete nonsense. There's like the one where these people all decide that at the same on the same day they're all going to they're all going to go onto the train Mountain. they're going to go oh, onto the, the no they're going to go onto the train and then they're all going to be wearing like blue corduroy pants <laughs> or trousers as they call and then 
And then at the same time, they're all going to take those pants off and leave them on the train and exit the train and walk home. Deposit. So, deposit them on the British Railways at any given point. <laughs> and they yeah. call that the detrousement. Detrousment. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of it was, then they said, and you're sitting there in your blue trousers and you do those things that people do when they think they're alone, like <laughs> smelling their own armpits. <laughs> but then there was the thing where it says, and now tonight... As you're looking out the window and you see, you see the, these hordes of people walking home, turn away from the windows, children, while the gentlemen pass. <laughs> while the gentlemen trot <laughs> by. While the gentlemen <laughs> trot by, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's another one where they all, um, they meet every day. Oh, for um, the end of the world. For the end, the end of the of world, the... that's right. I, let's, let's do it, let's do it. Now, now is the, the end. end. Where now is the world? <laughs> oh, I was going to say the the understated humor, where it's sort of it's sort of tongue in cheek, the opposite of what you're going to say, a backhanded compliment. There's a story I think it's from Watching the English, that book where the lady watches English people and writes about their behavior. She's a sociologist, and there's one thing where she's talking about British humor in one chapter. There's this guy that she heard who absolutely hated this restaurant that he went to. He said, oh yeah, you know, it, it took them, took them 45 bloody minutes to get us seated. And then we were there and they didn't, they brought out these bread rolls, but they were, they were dry and days old. And then the food, when it got here, it was light and it was cold and it was all wrong. It was just horrible and the food even tasted bad and it gave us food poisoning the next day. And then his friend, his only comment is, so, you wouldn't recommend it, would you? <laughs> um, I was telling your mum earlier that we just listened to radio. We didn't obviously have television. And on Sunday mornings, there was a series of programs. Um, and one of them was The Goon Show. Now, I mean, just the mere title is a bit odd. Yeah. But it was made up of these four chaps. Spike Milligan, Harry Seacombe, Peter Sellers, and Michael Bentine. Okay. Got him. Got, <laughs> got his name, right? And one of the characters was called Blue Bottle, and that was Spike Milligan. Mm -hmm. And his voice, of course, was just, my name is Blue Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> what? Blue Bottle. <laughs> Not Green Bottle, I'm a Blue Bottle. <laughs> and I remember the four of us sitting around Sunday lunch and we'd be hysterical. And then it would be followed by John Pertwee in, um, it's, oh gosh, what was the name of the show? It was about boats. About, um, I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember. I, I just remember Wurzel Gummidge, right? Oh, yeah. Didn't well, John Pertwee play Wurzel Gummidge, who had a scarecrow with multiple heads? Right. 
Yes, I mean, he was an absolute nutcase. Well, that's one of the things I, I love about British humor is um, just, it's absurd. It, it's it's madcap, it's... Mm -hmm. uh, it's The one-legged the one-legged man who was doing, or came to audition for the part of Tarzan. <laughs> Listen, I've got nothing about, nothing against your leg, but unfortunately, neither do you. <laughs> I mean, you probably couldn't get away with it. If you're so. British, you find it extremely funny. Mm -hmm. Now, another thing that I thought would be fun to uh, talk about is, um, Nanny, do you remember when you first moved to this country, to America, okay. and you kept trying to communicate with these Americans, and they kept getting very confused about what you were saying to them? <gasps> the milkman! Tell them what you kept saying to people. This oh, the is the milkman. Man. The mi well, the milkman. I, in fact, <clears throat> I had just come home from the hospital, having had Paul, and um, and it was, you know, how one is after. Well, perhaps you don't, but um, it's rather tiring ordeal giving birth. And anyway, everybody in the block in on Benillo Drive all came to welcome me home. And they said, you look a bit tired, Annie. And I said, yes, I am a bit, actually. The milkman knocked me up this morning at five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nanny, Nanny was forever telling people to come and knock her up in California. Well, someone finally had to explain to her, Annie, you don't actually know what you're saying, do you? Well, the first thing that happened to me when I first came here, it was December the 11th, and I arrived with your mum, six weeks old, didn't know a blooming thing about America mm -hmm. and um, I had gone out and bought this absolutely pathetic looking Christmas tree it was probably like two feet high and down the end of the road was what they used to call um, five and dime store so I went in because I wanted to decorate the tree so I went in and I said he said can I help you and I said yes I'm looking for a fairy for the top of my tree he said what I said, a fairy for the top of my tree and some fairy lights. They didn't know what that was. And he said, no. I landed up with, do you remember that elf? Yeah, those pathetic elves, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I landed up with no fairy for the tree, but these like rather pathetic looking felt things. Yeah. Well, I've still got them. Which are now headless things that hang from the... Um... Right. They're actually not headless, they're disembodied heads that hang from Nanny's Christmas tree now. Oh yeah, those are crazy. <laughs> yes, yeah, you've seen them, right? I can't mm -hmm. bring myself to get rid of the things. Well, let's circle back. Nanny, in England, what does it mean when you ask someone to knock you up? It, it doesn't mean what you think it means. It means... In America. It means come and get me. Yeah, come and wake like me knock up. knock on your door and wake you up. Knock on the door. Right, come yes. and knock me up. That means wake me up. It does right. not mean what it means here in America. Well, for the first year, two, three, well, a lot of, a lot of years, actually, <clears throat> I used to say the most dreadful things to people. Well, I want to hear about how you tried to order um, a simple glass oh. of white wine at the restaurant. Oh my gosh, it's my sister. And we were at this uh, restaurant in Wheaton and the waiter, he said, can I help you? And I said, yes, I'd like um, two Chardonnays, please. He said, oh, okay. So off he goes. And he comes back and he's got two knives. 
Steak knives. Do steak knives. Steak knives. And I said, what's that for? <laughs> so he said, that's what you asked for. I said, no, I didn't. He said, well, what did you ask for? I said, two sharp nays, please. And he said, right. He said, here's two sharp knives. So <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, from then on, whenever I went into the biking, he used to say, sharp knife. And I... <laughs> No. And we don't drink Chardonnay around here. We drink sharp knives. No, sharp yeah, knives. Absolutely. I mean, um, Hannah, do you have any memories of having um, to translate for Nanny at the Burger King or whatever? Every time we went through the drive-thru, yeah. yeah. And I never, ever hardly leave a drive-thru with the right order. <laughs> I usually get something completely different from what I've actually ordered. Well, and I know that you don't, I, I have very few memories of you taking us through a drive-thru uh, actually, because uh, well, that must have happened so often that you just said, forget it. I remember one time at Lincoln School and it was Christopher's progressive dinner. And this woman walked in and she came up to me and she said, I'm so glad to finally meet you. I said, why? She said, because you probably don't know, but we used to fight to read the kids' stories. Because, you know, they have to write essays <laughs> about, the, about their home. And we, used to actually, and we used to actually fight for the Walker children's stories. <laughs> and we'd sit, sit in the teacher's room and, you know, read them to each other and fall about laughing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I said, what? They... You, Obviously, they've been telling all these secrets. I wish I had some of those. I do actually have some a couple of, those, of them. Yeah. I do have a couple of them, actually. <clears throat> and I thought, my goodness, I wonder what stories I've been telling them. You well, know? probably the ones about, you know, you trying to order a, a Chardonnay at the restaurant and getting two sharp knives <laughs> instead, you know. Or, or the, one, the one I love is, is um, you're at, at the restaurant and one of the... Um, one of the offerings for dessert is baklava. So here's Nanny says, oh, yes, could I have a baklava, please? And the person says, what? And Nanny says, uh, for dessert, I would like baklava, please. Uh, one more time. Baklava? Um, okay, yes, ma'am. And the person comes back and puts a bottle of Smirnoff on the table, thinking she has said not baklava, but Bottle of vodka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bottle of vodka. Well, that happened, so, that happened to Rosemary on an airplane. We were coming back from Vegas, and it was like eight o'clock in the morning flight. And the air stewardess said to said to us, "Would you like something to drink?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll have a coffee, please." And Rosemary said, "She's have a glass of water." <laughs> she didn't get water, right? right. No. Well, she couldn't understand why the what she's what. <laughs> A glass of water, please. So, water. And, and then you could see Ro- Rosemary now takes a bloody great swig of this, <laughs> this water, and the air, air steward, or whatever it's called, what are they called? Stewardess. Flight attendant. Flight attendant. It's like poking her head around the corner. <laughs> and Rosemary, of course, about nearly chokes. She's <laughs> drinking neat vodka. Thinking neat, it was funny. Neat vodka at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 
I mean, live your best life, I guess. Oh, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, it just, it just, I don't know. Like there's the whole thing about how the humor is self-deprecating. Um, they can't take anything too seriously. Like nothing is serious because everything is serious. So there's, there's sort of stuff that I thought was just me being an awkward, weird person, Mm-mm. but it's just Englishness. It is Englishness. And we laugh at ourselves. Mm-hmm, yeah, which sometimes <clears throat> Americans don't really get because I'll sort of do the self-deprecating humor where, where I say, oh, well, you know, I mean, I'll say like, oh, yeah, you know, just, just running around like a loony, you know me. And, so, and usually somebody would be like, oh, no, no, you're, you're, you're fine. Like, you're not loony or you're not clumsy or you're not lazy or something like useless. that. Or bloody useless. And I'm like, it's, a, it's an expression. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying to, it's like, I'm just trying to be funny, but you keep on like, you keep on shooting it down by taking it so seriously when I say how much I suck. <laughs> You know? I said it to I said it to my friend once, Jim Leese. I said, you, "You're bloody useless." <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me and he said, "Don't be so rude." <laughs> you grow up with well, a bit of a complex, don't you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I think it's been um, an enriching experience growing up um, in a uh, in a culture that was sort of you know, displaced, you know, lifted out of England, put into America, and growing up in sort of two cultures at once is kind of how I feel. I, I grew mm-hmm. up. Did you know it at the time? Well, no, because that was just my life. It's only as with, with the perspective of adulthood, looking back and realizing I have actually grown up with two different cultural experiences, one American and one very English. Um, we drink tea constantly. That's one thing. Just always having a cup of tea. Um, like I remember being little, like my, my sister and I and Sergey, um, we were, we'd come home from school and immediately make a cup of tea and then do our homework with it with a cup of tea it was just a thing that you did mm-hmm. um still is right? well that's just yeah, what it still is that's, what, that's I do. what you do you come home and mm-hmm. what should i do oh the cup of tea mm-hmm. i mean yeah. you know it's just a thing mm-hmm. yeah well it's if you tea. watch the if you watch the english shows on um television um <laughs> The, like, um, what's his name, Doc Martin or The Usual Suspects or one of those British shows, whenever they go into somebody's house, mm-hmm. it, the, the question is, would you like a cup of tea? Now, there could be a grisly murder gone on in the living room. No, here's the question I love. Here's the question I love. Would you like a nice cup of tea? In which I always say, no, no, thank you. I would like a rotten Rotten cup cup of tea. tea. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I want a nice cup of tea. (laughs) I mean, as I say, it's a question. And and I love it that these English shows, like, you know, don't go to a British village when you watch all those village um, midsummer murders and all of those things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of murders in those villages. Oh, yeah, you don't want to so go there. I want to go to an English village, an awful lot of murders going on. But mm-hmm. they always say, would you like a cup of tea? Yes. Yep. And there's there could a, be oh, somebody darling. with their throat cut back there. There's a body in the library. <laughs> Shall we have some tea? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. 
I have a story about when I was working in um, in Scotland for a year. Okay. This is a story that one of my friends told. He was walking, we were working in schools. And so he was walking through a school and there were these three schoolboys. They were probably about 13. They had, one of them was up on the other's shoulders trying to reach into like the drop ceiling. Like they were looking for something. And my friend, Nick, he says, what are you guys, what are you guys doing? And one of them says, oh yeah, we were just, uh, we were just fooling about and there's a robber up there got stuck. And so, and, um, and, and, and Nick was like, wait, how old are you? And like, cause he knew they were like third years or something. And, um, and they're like, Hey, you're tall. Could you reach up there and get the rubber? And he's like, I don't know. Should I, I'm supposed to like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm supposed to get involved in this kind of thing. <laughs> but anyway, so he reached up there and it was an eraser. I took Claire over to a friend's house one time mm -hmm. and there was a small bathroom and off off the kitchen and it was in a hallway and that uh, opposite the bathroom door was a desk mm -hmm. and you know being a curious little two-year-old or whatever she was you know was sort of rummaging around and um <laughs> so anyway i went to find her and she's in the bathroom and she's just absolutely delighted with herself, right? And I look down and there's a rubber in, in the toilet, right? <laughs> so I go out to the, to the person, I say, I'm ever so sorry. I said, Claire's thrown your rubbers down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and when the woman went ashen, <laughs> So I, I, it, and again, it's just all in the terminology. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean, she thought, thought it was quite amusing, you know, mm -hmm. when I explained to her that a rubber in, uh, an eraser in English is called a rubber. Yeah. You know, and uh, so, I don't know, it is, it's all in the translation, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember one time at a birthday party, um, Auntie Rosemary asked me, would you like some jelly with your cake? And I said, no, thank you. <laughs> well, jelly means jello. Oh, because yeah. I love jello. But I didn't want jelly with my cake. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> right. Right? Right. Well, yeah. peanut butter and jelly uh -huh. to me was just unfathomable when oh, I came here. Yeah. yeah. Thought, well, I don't have any peanut butter and I haven't made any jelly lately. Mm -hmm. Jello. Jello. Yeah. Jello. Yeah. 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 So. <clears throat> As I say, it's all. Uh, what's who said? There's so many food-related mix-ups. Right. Yep. Who said two two great nations divided by a common language? <laughs> yeah. I think um, I think it was either an American president or it was Churchill. Mm. I can't remember now. The England and America are two great nations yeah. divided by, by a common, common language. language. Might have might line. have been Gandhi. I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I don't know what, well, who it was, but it was a great line. Yep. Excellent. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this, uh, this deep dive into um, what's up with me and what's up with Hannah and why we're so strange. It's this one right yeah. here. <laughs> uh, everybody, we hope you've enjoyed this, um, this madcap adventure into British humor and all sorts of nonsense. And uh, we will see you. <laughs> see you next see time. You next see, you on, see you on the carousel. <laughs> <laughs> You two laughing like a drain.
<laughs> Did I drop my luggage? Yeah. See you on the carousel, whatever that means. <laughs>